Hear ye, hear ye, lendest thine ear to our fair podcast for a moment, we pray tell. To our dearest romance nerds, it's the end of August, which means that here in upstate New York, the season of the fine Renaissance Fair sadly is drawing to a close. But have no fear, my fellow Rennies, because did you know that there is a whole subgenre of romance books completely dedicated to Ren Fairs? No? Well, you're in luck, because we have someone sitting down with us today, our wonderful Nopal intern, Alexander Schulz, to go over some of our favorite books that fit this subgenre. I forgot the word. Alexander, would you like to introduce yourself and your experience with Ren Fairs? Sure. Um, I'm Alexander. I've been working at my the nearby Ren Fair uh, for around eight years, but I've been going since I was literally six months old. <laughs> I have baby pictures. Uh, and my dad's been working at this fair for around 40 years. He was there since like the third year the fair started. Wow. So he's been there a while. Um, I don't travel to any other outside fairs, but I know a lot of people at our fair that do. Um, and I'm pretty well acquainted with all of the behind the scenes and, you know, that sort of thing. Nice. So you can give us the lowdown on whether these actually fit, these books actually fit the whole Ren fair vibe. The two I've read, yes. Okay, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now for those of you listening who've never experienced a Renaissance fair or ever even heard of one, the fairs, also LOL because my Google Doc kept correcting it to fairies. All right. So it, it does that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you get used to it after yeah. a while. The fairs are sort of like live cosplaying or LARPing events centered around fun activities like jousting, comedy shows, music, and of course, food and costume. Officially, they are set during Renaissance era England or like 16th century, and each fair will have a Queen Elizabeth actor and her court of ladies-in-waiting and various sundry persons. If you've ever been to Colonial Williamsburg, imagine it set during the 16th century and on steroids with giant turkey legs and mead. I think it will come as no surprise that I am the sort of person who is somewhat obsessed with Ren Fairs, and Alexander, as he just said, actually gets to work at one. So when we met, and I learned that fun fact, I think one of the first things I said was, oh my god, have you read the Well-Met series by Jen DeLuca? Um, the answer had de been a resounding no. Uh, and can you give us a quick rundown of the series? All right, so the series Well-Met by Jen DeLuca has three books so far, Well-Met, Well-Played, and Well-Matched, and book four, Well-Traveled, comes out this December. Um, it is set at a Renaissance fair in this small town, um, and you get some fun behind the scenes with different, like, traveling players, with local players, like, with somebody who's never been to a Ren fair before, and it's just a general kind of rom-com adventure into the whole fair life. Mm -hmm. Um... So in relation to how well she portrays Ren Fairs, in my opinion, she does a pretty good job, but uh, in her defense, she writes a very small town, as you say, fair. It's like a local volunteer-led thing. Mine is not that. It's a, like, for-profit thing. <laughs> uh, um, it, like, in the novels, uh, her, the protagonist is like, I can't imagine a fair where, like, the, the structures stay all year round. I'm like... That, that's do. not that, that's not the standard at fairs. <laughs> I know we have some really cool buildings at the Sterling oh, Renaissance so Fair. We do. Um, so uh, I'm also the assistant at a game booth and not an actor. So like I don't know all of what our actors do, but I know like the merchant and uh, you know game type things. Um, and my first critique about things she didn't get quite right: uh, her fair's not gay enough. This is very true. <laughs> Ren fairs are so resoundingly queer. I think I know they like are. two straight people that work there. <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> um, and like, I get that this is a small town, so like, maybe not as many queer people in the area. But like, 
at least some of the like traveling people that go to the fair should have been at least like 85 percent queer yeah in book two we meet um one of the traveling musicians and he is like he's portrayed as this big buff guy and he has an affair with one of the characters who is a woman but in my head i just imagined him as this big gay like man in a kilt and it was great yeah and like i mean this character also uh it's a big thing that like he has a lady at every single yes he's a walking red flag they're well, not even a red. If if you do it right, this guy's a bit of red flag. But there are people that like do that at fairs. Yeah. Like it's fine as yeah. long. You just got to be upfront about it. Yeah, it's like a this guy party. was not upfront about no, it. Really, no, he wasn't. <laughs> um, also, uh, in the again, this might just be because this is like a smaller town uh, Renaissance festival. But like in this one, the actress uh, also like works at a tavern. That is not what most run fairs do. You have the designated people that work the food booths and the taverns and all of that things. And then you have the actors. They don't really overlap at all anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, another fun thing, which is probably just because the book takes place in Maryland and not in New York. New York State has a law where on Sundays you can't serve alcohol before <sighs> noon. So uh, Sundays at our fair are a little bit lackluster until <laughs> noon because people don't show up until they can start yeah. drinking. Um so when she first mentioned in the book that, like, people were drinking at 11 a.m. on a Sunday, I'm like, um, not at my rent for really. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did like the detail where uh, they all go to this, like, trashy dive-in bar on Sunday nights after the fair because people do that. We find the cheapest bar near the uh, fairgrounds, and that's where everybody hangs out on Sunday nights. Yeah. Also, fairs are only on the weekend, yes, typically. Yes. Yeah, and then during the week, people go back to their normal lives. Um, well, I know of at least one fair, the Maryland Renaissance Festival, does like on Labor Day weekend because mm. they run during Labor Days. So I'll have like a three- or four-day weekend instead. Mm-hmm. But typically, yes, run fairs are only on weekends, Saturday and Sundays, mm-hmm. which makes it really hard to find a summer job for the weekdays because yeah. they want you to work weekends. Yeah. Um, my biggest critique and judgment of Jen DeLuca's writing of the Ren Fairs is her writing of corsets and bodices. Um, ladies, if you can't if you can't have a steamy makeout session in your <laughs> in your corset, uh, it's it's too it's too tight. You need yeah. a bigger size. There's no shame in needing a bigger corset yeah. size. You need to be able to breathe. You need to be able to breathe. Um, as I've been told. Um, Corsets are there to accentuate and complement what's already there. It should not be tightening enough to make something out of nothing. Um, It should feel like a nice deep hug uh, all day long, not, um, oh, my God, I can feel my rib puncturing my lung. If it's that, your corset's too small. Tell the person you bought the corset from, and they will help you get a bigger size Mm -hmm. or size it up and, like, make adjustments. So is there anything she did really well then that you responded to? Was it all just like, ah, this woman doesn't know what she's talking about? Um, I mean, to be honest, I don't know the lives of a lot of the actors, and she really only focuses on the actors. Um, I will say that she didn't mention that there were any games or rides, which I can kind of get, because it can, for a small fair like this, it can be maybe hard Mm -hmm. to move the games to that area. Or the rides. Or the rides. The rides, for sure, because the rides are just so much, and they have to be manpowered, so you have to have people... Because it's Pushers. the Renaissance, they don't, we call them push monkeys, yes. Push monkeys, yeah. <laughs> um, typically, uh, well-muscled shirtless men uh, will typically yes. become push monkeys. Um, okay, but honestly, that would be like the perfect hero in a Jen DeLuca book. Exactly. Like, where's the push monkeys? 
So I, you've read Jen DeLuca before. Has she said anything in an author's note about why she wrote about Ren Fairs? Does she have experience I, with Ren Fairs? I'm just she, curious then why she focused so much in on her like author's note at the one back. She says, inspired by her time volunteering as a pup wench with her local Renaissance Fair. Mm-hmm. So like, if this was like a local one that she writes about, that's really more of a fundraiser for a local school. I can get where there would be a lot of differences from one that's owned by a private person for profit. Um, so I. At first, before it was mentioned that it was like a non-for-profit kind of thing, it's like I was for the high school or something. Yeah, yeah, it's like a like a for the local schools. Like they they put it on, and most of the actresses are like high schoolers and like people who would get into it that way. Not the case at ours. Um, I think you almost have to be eighteen or twenty-one to be mm-hmm. an actor at our mm-hmm. Ren Fair. Ours is also very unique in the fact that we have independent acts, which are separate from our actors, because we hire this certain guild that will do their own hiring and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there also wasn't as much of a story. Most of our, the Ren Fairs have their own kind of story of like, oh, well, why is the queen in the area? Why is there a festival? Most of them will make that kind mm-hmm. of story. This one doesn't really have that at all, it felt mm-hmm. like. So there's like no backstory or origin. Yeah, so like That's our fair is um, Warwickshire in the year 1585. Mm-hmm. Um, the queen is touring the British countryside, and she's uh, happening onto this. Um, the mayor is trying to make sure everything's in order and everything like that, um, while trying to corral mm-hmm. the village, which is full of these just eccentric personalities, which this did not have practically at mm-hmm. all. You had one Scotsman and one pirate, um, and that was okay. all the actors we really got, and like, Mine, we have the washer wenches, which are a staple at most Ren fairs. Mm-hmm. Um, washer wenches, for those who don't know, are just the you give the ladies your laundry and they do it for you. And like I could bring my laundry from home. Well, in the story. Um, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. They are going to do your laundry. Okay. You give them prop I got, old clothes. I wasn't sure how deep the story went because really, I think if they want to be true to their characters, I think I should be able to bring my laundry from home. I wouldn't be surprised if it were the washer because, like, most actors do stay on site the entire week. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's the washer wenches doing okay. the laundry each week. I did want to ask about that because there's also a TV show that American is Princess. American we talked Princess. About it a bit. Yes. Okay. I love this TV show, and sadly, it only has one season. If you've never seen it, but basically a bride runs away from her wedding because she finds things out about her groom fiance and ends up at a Ren Fair and ends up living there at the Ren Fair and I have always wondered because the buildings at the Sterling Renaissance Fair have like a second floor that nobody goes up to yes. um, people still live there I want that job so during the summer a lot of um, people will live on site the actors actually have to live on site um, it is part of their contract they get free room that way most of them have electricity I think there might be one or two that don't even some of the vendors will have a second story above their like booth so they don't have to drive home for the weekend so like they'll get there Friday night stay there and then on Sunday night or Monday morning we'll drive home so they don't have to That's go so back cool. and forth um but yeah, for, with American Princess, that one's actually really interesting because that one's based off the fair I work at. So like everybody from I didn't my know that. from my Ren Fair was like, all right, we gotta watch it and like be like, oh yeah, 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 that one's oh, that, we. That's that. why it looks so familiar. Okay, I I don't think it was filmed. No. It wasn't filmed at our Ren Fair or even in the area. But like I the think. buildings and like the layout yeah, 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 all yeah. looked very familiar. Jen, also there's a dunk pool at the Sterling Renaissance yes. Fair where they put people in chair and then they dunk them into the pond. That it's it's oh, the trial and dunk. Kind of, yeah, kind it's a of, trial. but it's not a witch. Oh, oh, okay. It's just, like, people who've had affairs, and okay. the sheriff jumps in <laughs> and gets pushed in. And, 
Yeah. Uh, fun fact, first weekend this year, our dunk pond had a snapping turtle in it. So the second <laughs> dunk was canceled the first day because they were worried about getting, you know, bitten and by this the is, snapping turtle. This is turtle. still acting, right? It's not real people with affairs. What do you mean? Like, no. Okay. Because that, that would be like no, a no, crazy no. way yes, to find out. Yes, the actors are the ones getting on. dunked. The, <laughs> only the actors get dunked. Um, on some hot days, uh, the merchants and people doing the games and stuff will lament, like, oh, I really wish I could go get in the dunk pond right now. I will say the washerwomen do pull people up on stage with them and they will, like, sling their wet clothes around. Yeah, and, they, like, they, they dip the uh, clothes in their washing pit and, like, like Jen, uh, Jackie rather said, uh, fling it around and, like, yeah. people will. If you sit in the front row of the wash uh, washer went show, you might want to bring a yes. little poncho or something if you don't want your nice clothes to get <laughs> ruined. Jen, I have to take you next year. That's all there is to it. We'll plan it out this time. So this is off topic, but as soon as you mentioned this was for profit, I was really curious because I did. I can't say I've thought about the financial realities of Ren Fairs. You said like one guy owns the Ren Fair. Yes. Yeah, so just like one is it like one weirdo? Is it like a like a businessman? You have to explain everything weirdos, to. Jen. I'm just trying to picture it do- the it kind does- of person that buys a run fair i'm really fascinated it does vary from person to person mm-hmm. for a bit um so my run fair has been in that area for a very very long time we're going on 50 years now mm-hmm. um so in 2008 the current owner bought it mm-hmm. um he's more of a businessman type um other fairs will have someone who used to be a rennie buy the fair and then so it's kind of like ready because that kind of makes sense to me I'm trying to picture some Wall Street guy coming in with his suit and like I wouldn't interacting call with him Wall Street okay but um he he's definitely more business oriented mm-hmm. than he is he hires someone to like train the actors and that sort of thing yeah and I think too I mean obviously it's going to be people who understand that this is a very lucrative thing these Ren fairs I think the day I went it was a fantasy weekend, so mm-hmm. there's like different themed. Yeah, weekends. we have themed weekends. Um, it was fantasy weekend, so there were a lot of mushroom hats. Um, there was it was the hottest day of the year, and I think it was the busiest day of the year so far. Yes, uh, this past weekend, which was fantasy yeah. weekend, was actually um, at least for my booth the most profitable weekend yeah. we've had all year. Which is funny because it was miserably. It hot. was so hot. It was the hottest day of the year so far. But like. I got there, and you can pre-buy tickets. The line to pre-buy tickets was a half mile long for pre-bought tickets. Yes. It was a half mile long out the gate. And then the line, there were six lines to buy tickets at the gate. And those, I think I waited a half hour to get my ticket. I will say, uh, my booth is nowhere near the front gate, so no. I have no idea what it ever looks like. <laughs> but you're down in, like, merchant, like, the merchant Yeah, I'm right row. across from the jousting field, actually. Yeah. And I will say... Uh, yes, there's the, jousting. The jousts are staged in the sense that there's, like, a predetermined and victor at the end um the only exciting part is when they do the actual joust bit um well i think that wraps up the well met series thanks very much but there are more books that we can talk about jen do you have any ren fairs you would like to recommend i would be fairly certain ah. <laughs> you'd be mad if i didn't dun, dun, dun. <laughs> So I'm going to hop back on the Tessa Bailey train and recommend Renaissance Man. This was a spinoff book she did for her girl series where the hero meets his heroine running from a joust and upside down over a fence. Since she's the prize in this Renaissance Fair challenge, he decides to compete for her hand. It's everything you could ever want in a Tessa Bailey book. Hilarious, sweet, and super spicy. Mm -hmm. I reread it like, I don't know, five times a year. Also, don't forget that we did interview Tessa Bailey, and that is available for you to listen to. But yes, it's very fun. She has a pink poofy dress, and she gets stuck upside down over a chain link fence. Um, question. Yes. Uh, you said this is a steamy book that mostly takes place during a fair day. Yes. Do, are they making out in the horse tent or something? Oh, yes. I mean, there's like walkers. 
There's so there's like the locker room behind. So they have actual bleachers in this one, like huh. wooden bleachers. And then there's like locker rooms underneath where all the competition people wait. And after the competition, well, actually before the competition, and then after the competition too, there's it gets a little hot and steamy. I've never heard of a fair it's, having a locker room. That's interesting. Well, that part, and it's very much one of those insta-lust books where they see each other and they're like, "Yes, this is it." So like, yeah, immediately he's like, "Okay, I want to." win you and move in with you and you're all mine mm-hmm. Yeesh. I think all it's right. only like 80 pages oh I think we just scarred Alexander <laughs> I'll live I can lend it to I've you I've seen words like. at the fair <laughs> this is very I have no doubt finally I would like to recommend Hard Day's Night by Katie McAllister um, I have briefly mentioned this book before and Jen likes to talk about her other one the pirate one blow me down a lot but to go into more detail Hard Day's Night features a heroine named Pepper, who goes to a jousting competition to try and have a good time and maybe try to find a big hunky burly knight to, you know, provide a little entertainment. But she is has to be garbed as a wench. Corset and skirt hikes were mandatory. She's rescued from a charging horse by a grumpy Englishman, a player who's an Englishman, um, who wants nothing to do with the sunshine heroine like Pepper. Um, and, you know, I kind of sense a the theme. There's a grumpy hero, a grumpy heroine, in, or sunshine heroine in Tessa Bailey's too. Um, but regardless, most of these books are available through Onondaga County Public Library, and I've included links in the show notes for everything you can find. Alexander, do you have any additional books you can think of? Um, other than recommending the American Princess TV show, because that's pretty accurate to Fairlight. It's life. so good. Um, no, I don't really have any other recommendations. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, of course. Don't forget to check out our Raging Romantics book list, the link to which is also available in the show notes. Well, fare thee well, dearest listener. Jen, what dost thou forever say? Rage thou on. Oh, that was lame. That was kind of lame. Okay, you can scream that way. Rage thou on. (laughs) That sounded good. See thee anon. Bye. (laughs) 